So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What is up, everybody? We're back for another week. Uh, what week is it, Arch? Week four. Week four? I feel like eventually we're just going to run out of, like, we're going to lose count, and then we're just going to pretty much just start saying, well, we're here. I, and then we'll, it'll be a really awkward intro. I had to look it up before we started just to make sure I knew what I was talking about, so we're already at that point. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, first, we're talking football recap. So, I don't know. What's your initial thoughts on the game? Um, initial thoughts is honestly a lot of the same thoughts we had against Michigan. Um, I thought our players generally played great. I don't think the rain delay helped us a whole lot. Um, but yeah. like we see as fans, I mean, we don't really know what's going on beneath the headset uh, on the sideline with the coaches, but we want to see some more aggressive play calling and not just kind of calling it a day against these ranked teams. Yeah, I mean, I came. I was pretty active on our Twitter yesterday, and I was talking about it. I called the game the pool party, the bowl of silence. It was a contest of grit at the end of the day. Um, and generally, I would say that you can't beat Air Force in a contest of grit, but I realized something. As much as we love just gritty action, I think that you can't say that... Like, grit has to be defined by something. There needs to be something backing it, and that's generally going to be at least some play calling. Actually, no. I take that back. You can win a game on all grit. There was just no gritty play calling whatsoever. I think it was the same thing. It was just sloppy coaching. Um, another another thing I kind of thought about yesterday is just how we have a built-in excuse. I almost don't like playing ranked teams anymore. Usually it's exciting. Like I was really excited before the Michigan game, oh, yeah. but I realized that all it is is a built-in excuse for the coaching staff. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I'm not I see I feel so I don't know how you feel. Maybe you maybe you're back me up on this one, but I feel so weird because I love Coach Calhoun so much. Like I, I worship the ground he walks on. That guy is, as as a content brand, I think that he makes such great content, and just his look in general, and everything about him is so awesome. So I don't want to hate him. He's like the Jeff Fisher Fisher of college coaches, <laughs> you know, like with a better you, record. You just love him, but he's just yeah, but he's just like doing what he can basically to keep his job. So, or at least that's what it feels like. I mean, once again, this is off the cuff like armchair quarterback kind of stuff we don't really have any inside info but it's like we had no reason to lose that game we were up for a lot of it yeah the rain delay sucked um but overall it's like what are you gonna do how are you gonna give the same like option play on so this was literally the last drive of the game for us it was option play which got maybe two yards um a draw right up the gut which did not work at all and then um a sack, which was supposed to be a pass. And then after that, we had we basically threw the long ball, which I, I don't remember if it was picked or if it just didn't go down, but um, it was just an awful it way to end the game. Like, yeah. What kind of coaching is that? Like, what kind of coaching is that? I think Arian Worthman is, like, 5'11", uh, like, maybe 200 pounds, and you've, and you've got basically the rush of a bunch of dudes from San Diego who are, like, 6'4", averaging 260, 270 pounds. 
Like, obviously, it's not going to end well. And it's nothing against Worthman. Like I said, I think all of our players played incredibly. Yeah. Once again, it's just the issue of, um, yeah, no nothing from the coaches. I think, nothing out of it. I think you're right what you said earlier where it's kind of like a built-in excuse. And one of the things that bothers me is I think the majority of Falcons fans are content at the end of the day if we beat Army and Navy and and maybe sprinkle in a few more wins after that. And I know it's unrealistic, but as a Falcon football fan, I honestly go into every year thinking like, okay, we need to go undefeated and actually be in the conversation for the championship because why wouldn't you? And a few years, yeah. year after year, if you're able to do that, then they just can't stop looking at you no matter what conference you're from. They have to eventually respect you and think about you know keeping you in that conversation. So it might be unrealistic, but I do kind of see where it's been built in for all the service academies where I think if you won the Commander-in-Chief trophy every year and you lost every other game, nobody would bat an eye. No, I completely agree. And I think it kind of brings into question, where's the accountability for the coaching staff? I mean, if you go to Alabama, if you go to Texas, I mean, if if Nick Saban lost a single game, there would be boosters, players, fans calling for his head. Because that's just kind of the culture that they have there. And it's they have that high accountability towards their fans. I get it, and I respect it. Like, as graduates, we both respect it, I'd say, more than anybody else, more than any other average Falcon fan, that football players are there first to be officers and go to school. But at the same time, it's like like you can't get in their way. These players are, are they're playing their hearts out out there. So it just sucks to see. I mean, I think what we need, I don't know who I don't know who would be the big driver of change because I mean, obviously the superintendent, uh, General Silvera, who is a warfighter isn't going to get out there and say and start, you know, getting into the Xs and Os of football. And I agree. I think that basically as long as we get above 500, hang with the highly ranked opponents and get into the Northrop Grumman Holiday Boeing Bowl presented <laughs> by Lockheed Martin. Everyone's job is safe. Sponsored by Mitch's. So you really hate to see that. Sponsored by who? Mitch's. Yeah, sponsored by Mitch's, yeah. So, I mean, you hate to see it, but it's just like – you really hate to see it for the players more than anything else because I think they do – they just play so hard, and it's like these dudes know that they're not going to the NFL. Like we literally had a fifth or sixth rounder last year in Jalen Robinette, and he was completely denied. So – um, I think that's a realization too. It just needs to be one of those things like play your heart out, leave it all out on the field, and the coaches are just getting in the way of that. Yeah, so. and I'm also tired of the same old song where we honestly see it in all academy sports where if you play any top 25 team and you don't just get destroyed, the headline is like Air Force plays tough against San Diego State. Yeah. Or it's it's like no way. We're, like We should be a top 25 team, so we shouldn't be treated – like this petty little team that needs the sympathy of, you know, the rest of the football world. So, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the national media has some, yeah, they have something to say about it too. And it was, I mean, I granted the, the Michigan game was on the Big Ten network, but it was, it was almost like it was a little brother playing against a bigger brother. And they were just kind of like, well, you know, Air Force is just holding their own. Yeah. And I mean, there was some great stuff, great quotes that came out of it, but whatever. I have actually a segment really quick before we go into the rest of the football talk. What do you got? It's uh, called Rain Delay. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, what do we do? Yeah, what do you want to do? Just, we'll figure it we're out. We're going to rain delay like yesterday? Yeah, just go into a rain delay. Ready, go. This rain sucks. This rain delay. Yeah, dude. I wonder if the game's going to start anytime soon. My boots are soaked. The bathroom's packed with cadets. I can't even get in there to warm up. I know, and it's it's foggy, and I can't tell what the fog is. If it's like duly sweating out the Mitch's burgers, or if it's like the meat sweats, or if it's like pee. I ran out of spirit cheese like 20 minutes ago. 
And Did you? I can't even see the game with all these damn guidons in my way. I found a I found a half drank bottle of Blue Moon in the in the trash. You want to split it with me? Yeah, if you just make sure my AOC isn't watching. Okay, and then yeah. All right, that was rain delay. You want to try and. Yeah, that was, that was rain delay. All right, hopefully we never have to. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do an RIP and peace segments uh, for that. But hopefully we never have to do that segment again because that was ridiculous. So we talked about all the serious stuff about the game. Um, now some funny things that came about it. Uh, so I guess what happened was is the delay came, and I, I mean I was watching the game the whole time, but the rain delay came, and eventually the cadets were told because it was like an hour and a half long. The cadets were told they could leave. And so, basically, when they came back from the rain delay, the entire stadium was empty. There was, like, no one on, on the cadet side. There was no one on the other side, save for maybe 30 cadets, like or 30 grads, rather. <laughs> uh, a couple cadets sprinkled in there. Uh, and then maybe 10 or 20 hardcore fans um, on, the, the, on the regular side where the booths are. And what was hilarious was is when they came back, they clearly didn't do the adjustments, so they have the microphones on the field, like the boom mics, and they clearly didn't do the adjustments for it. Um, and there's one guy who just gets on there, and he starts just screaming. And it's the funniest thing. We'll play the clip right now. Uh, we're not going to be able to hear it because we're going to cut it in, but here you go. Over the play calling here. Air Force is to get the ball in the second half. There's not going to be a halftime, but they will restart the second half and kick off. So Air Force being very conservative here, knowing they're immediately going to get the ball back. So in one of the more... There's a lot of anger behind that. A must, lot of beer-fueled anger. <laughs> must have been an assault course guy. Yeah, yeah. A-course Larry. <laughs> Larry the football fan, whatever his name is. So... So that Dude, that's actually, uh, um, you know those super fans like for all these teams, like, yeah, like the Bears super fans and people like that. We need some yeah. Falcon super fans called like A Course Assault Course Larry or something like that. That would be fire. Oh, <laughs> like I yes, but something like super random people wouldn't get. Like they just wear an A Course hat, yeah, and they come out there and pe and like all the casual fans are like, what are you doing, dude? Like. <laughs> I'm here to take down. The, I, don't even, I don't even know what he would say. The guy who has season tickets for like 20 years and he hasn't missed a game. Yeah. I wonder if there is anybody like that. They have that at like Navy and West Point, but I mean that's that's because they're like a thousand years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some other funny stuff. Yeah, it was clear that the uh, the the graduates were feeling no pain. Saw a lot of casual A jackets out there. Uh, those dudes must have been slugging some Bud lattes in the parking lot beforehand because they were having a good time um yeah overall it was a, it was a really interesting game to watch um don't really want to ever see it again and let's move on i think i feel like we're the only people who really even talk bad about the coaches and we don't really know what we're talking about so <laughs> hopefully something will come out take of it or leave it but probably leave it just kidding yeah, it definitely. starts here change starts here yep yep or if you want to have a podcast like we'll do like a live podcast where we just call all the plays so yeah. like Archie and Kamish coach a football game. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Also, does the right, so anyway, football team, was... do they hold posters up for their play calling? Uh, I think we did. Well, if, years if so, I mean, I know you're listening. Yeah. You know what to do. Yep. Yeah, get us up there. So, anyways, that was football recap. Uh, we're going to move back in. We didn't do this segment last week, uh, but we are back on our BS. So, let's do Get to Know Your Falcons. 
All right, get to know your Falcons this week. We're going to mix it up. Um, I'm kind of footballed out right now. It's depressing me after that loss. So we're going to talk yeah, man. men's water polo. I think we're one of like three teams in the nation with a Division One water polo team, so let's embrace it. Um, so that makes us always top three. Exactly. That's, that's, that's Academy Athletics math right there. That's what they like. First so off, they can come out and just be like, hey, guess what? We're top three in the nation. First off, um, well, we'll talk about this afterward. All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is a great, great name. All right, his name is... In all fairness, though, before you before you even begin, in all fairness, I don't even need to hear the name to, to like, already have in my head what a Division One water polo player is like. So no matter what the name is, you're getting the same answer. Oh, well, I'll just... I'll let you know here. He's not one of them, but of all, I don't know... 30, 40 players on the team, only one is not from California. Okay, Fabio Salvioni hails from... This is so easy. I like I, We should have started doing water polo in the first place because I already know the answers to this. Uh, so, Fabio... What's his name? Salvioni? Rigatoni? Yeah, Salvioni. Salvioni. Okay, he's from Southern California, San Diego area. Uh, he has... He had beautiful, long, like, blonde hair. He spends a lot of his time surfing, eating tacos, and talking to older girls who, like, already graduated high school when he was a sophomore. And then now he came to the academy and, you know, still brings that that Southern California flair, talks, says a lot of stuff like, hey, bro, hold my taco while I go (laughs) rip some barrels and strands. And so he says stuff like that, like, really cool stuff that I don't even know what it means. Um... And let's see what else. It doesn't even, it literally doesn't even matter what grade he's in because he, like, I feel like he just kind of does whatever he wants. And, and like, like he, he could be a dually and he'll just, like, walk around with, like, a senior beret on and people will be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he'll be like, uh, it's chill, man. And then they'll be like, oh, I guess it's chill. <laughs> so, I, so you want some specifics? Like, I don't know what stats they have. Do they have height and weight? Yeah, they have height and weight. Okay, uh, 6'2. 190 for him. What position does yeah, he play? Blonde. Uh, swimmer. <laughs> DF slash C, so you do the math. B- BF slash C? DF slash C. Defensive okay. forward? Uh, slash center? Defensive? I don't think it's defensive forward slash center, but I don't know. Defensive? Yeah. <laughs> He just gets in the offensive area and plays defense. Anyway, uh, he is from California. I looked up the town. It looks like it's actually a suburb of San Francisco. Uh, let's see. He, his hobbies are working on cars, scuba diving, and camping. So no surfing in there. And he, oh, that's like a north. That's like a northern California yeah, kid. Yeah. It, All right. He does have blonde hair, but again, it's you know it's it's a dually buzz cut, so you can't really tell what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Well, to be honest, that was a fi- that was a fifty fifty toss up. Yeah. Though it is. I really had a fifty fifty chance half there. And then... Um. So let's do. <laughs> that was like a, that so was, was a really weird. I got lost in that one. I, I honestly forgot we were doing a podcast. I thought we were just having a conversation. So that was probably a bad I, podcast. Yeah. Th- well, that's what we do anyways. That's this is if you guys think that this podcast is like. We sit down and write segments. We don't. This is what Archie and I do. We sit down and have conversations on Sunday nights. And then 
about this exact stuff and then one day we were like hey we should start like recording this and sharing it with people and then like um, so then I, like <laughs> tens of people end up listening to it so it's crazy dude actually believe it or not uh we got some analytics back and we were the 116th uh top podcast in comedy really this month nice on itunes on itunes only congrats so in the United yeah congrats to us and thanks to you, everybody who listens and downloads and subscribes. We actually have we have five ratings, and we got all five stars, and I like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's get some more ratings going. So, anyways, uh, let's go on to Soup's List. Soup's List is a, is, is a fan favorite. And by fan favorite, I mean I listen to the podcast like three times over the week, and that's always my favorite. So, well, let's go ahead and do it again. This week, what's our topic? For Soup's List, it's going to be uh, best place within Academy Grounds to take a nerd nap. Ooh. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't prepare for this, so. Uh, well, I did. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. Uh, number one is uh, behind your bed when you have to have the door open, and you just kind of have the bed uh, kind of sticking out from the wall a little bit, so you can sleep right behind it. You just have to make sure you kind of tuck your legs in, so nobody sees. Well, that yeah, I mean that's obviously as a dually. As a dually. Um, number two is the top floor of the library, the very top. I don't know. I think majority of people haven't even been up there, but it's kind of daunting when you look up that spiral stairwell. But it takes about twenty minutes to get up there. You work up a nice little sweat on the way up, so you get your exercise out of the way. And then it's super hot up there, yeah. which sounds terrible, but it's pretty conducive for a nap. And you're kind of tired from the walk up, so you just pass out kind of maybe arms folded over a 1950 yearbook and you just kind of take a nice little nap. Yeah. The other plus to that is there's uh, no training officers walking around kind of, you know, pointing anybody out because nobody goes up there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, my third one is any bathroom stall you can find during M1 on a Monday. That's kind of the ones where you... you... Those, are... <laughs> Those are hard to come by. Oh, yeah. Those are kind of hard to come by, though. It's like trying to find a stall uh, during the middle of a final. You know, you can't find them um, for some weird reason. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you check into class. You give it the proper, like, ten minutes before you leave because you can't leave, you know, within five minutes of class starting. Um, you give it the proper ten minutes. You kind of duck out, take a look at the time you left, and then you maybe you're playing some doodle jump on your phone, and then you end up falling asleep without even realizing it. You wake up, and there's only, like, five minutes left in class. Yeah, I like that. And your your legs go I was all about too. Yeah, and then so you kind of walk around like a like a puppet for like a couple <laughs> minutes. You're just like really weird. All right, those are those are pretty good. Um I like those. So, <clears throat> I'm going to do in the same vein of the library but like a way lazier version. So, the back corner where they have a uh, microfiche. You know what I'm talking about? I don't I literally don't even know if they still have it. I feel like they have to. It's kind of right near the spiral staircase. Um, back in the day, me and my friends used to hang out back there, and we called it the clown corner. <laughs> and you were also one of my friends. So I remember that. I do remember that. Remember how fun that was? That was a great time. Um, I think one of our friends I think one of our friends peed in a trash can back there. <laughs> check the tapes. Hopefully someone got to that. And check the it. tapes. Yeah, check the tapes. But those, like, literally taking a nap in the library on the first floor is hilarious because... There's, for what, it was so weird. There, freshman, if you're listening to this, 
there are going to be seniors who do weird stuff to you that you're like, oh, I guess that's just like a thing upperclassmen do. And then you get to be a senior and you realize how weird it is that <laughs> yeah. they do that. So they take the time I remember out taking of naps day. and Yeah, I remember being woken up by like seniors when I was just trying to take a nap and they'd be like, hey, you supposed to be doing that? I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> and it was just so, it was such a bizarre move because I didn't even go to the library after freshman year. That was the last time. I, yeah. I think I went there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went there to buy my ring and that was it. But, uh, yeah, I went there to buy my class ring, but other than that, that was all I ever did. So, really, really weird move uh, by those guys. But I, I did. I liked that. And there was something about it. It like, kind of kept you on your toes, you know? Yeah. And it got, it got me tuned, so now I can fall asleep super, super easy. Oh, yeah. Because I would have these jabronis waking me up, and then I'd be able to fall right back asleep. Yeah. Before we get off the topic of libraries, the other, the other good spot is the uh, – if you walk in the library, you just walk straight back to the big, big windows with those chairs that are close to the ground. And you just swivel them so you're not you're just facing the window, and you just have, put a book in your lap, and you can just fall asleep. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, um, my second one, like I said, I didn't really prepare. Is uh, you're if you're a freshman, uh, go to like, go to like another buddy's room, and then and like in your squad, and go to a place where it's like a, a chiller part because sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously everybody has the rooms where there's, like, bad rooms where you're right next to, like, the mean upperclassmen or right near AOC or whatever. If But if you go to a buddy's room and it's, like, maybe you're going to have that situation where, like, you're going to get called out, but it's not going to be directly to you. It's going to be behind your back. But if you're hiding in your friend's room and you fall asleep in there, then people are going to walk by and they're going to be like, oh, it's that guy who was sleeping. And then he's going to get in trouble and everybody's going to talk behind yeah, his back. just toss him under the bus. What freshman year is yeah, all about. So that's all you got to do. Yeah. And then um, I can't even think of a third one. I Let's see. I'm going to say for the third one, uh, we're going to go with – we're just going to go straight on the bed. <laughs> you know what? Like eventually I think everybody's going to hit – everybody hits a breaking point. Uh, at some point during like freshman year, actually during every year, I would hit a breaking point. Still to this and day. And you just have to, what's that? Still to this day, it happens. Oh, yeah. You just hit a breaking point where you're just like, I, I don't care. Like, I literally do not care. And so when that day comes, uh, it's a pretty freeing feeling to just lay down and take a nap. Or just close bed. the door um, and just, just figure like nobody's going to care. Which honestly, yeah, once I had that realization that. freshman year, like, one day I just was like, screw it. I'm closing my door. And nobody did anything. I yeah. was like, Whoa, that was weird. And what you do is you just you just yeah. put your bathrobe on and you're like, I was changing. If anyone ever says anything. Ooh, yeah. The old That's a oh, I forgot move. about that's the old changing excuse. Move. Yeah. That's another see, that's another thing when I'm talking about like weird stuff that upperclassmen do. If you like really, really care <laughs> about like when kids are changing and it's like, why are you changing? Or it's keeping like, track of how long their doors pants, closed. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I set a timer. Your door was closed for 25, 27 minutes. Yeah, like, well, that's how long an episode of Entourage lasts, so that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, mine weren't as good as yours. Yours were yours were better than mine. Well, yeah. Those, I think the biggest point that uh, you need to take about take out of this is that uh, sleep is perfectly natural. You're not going to get enough at the Academy, so take a nap wherever you damn well please. Uh, let's move on. So, behind enemy lines... We've had some pretty good topics lately, um, and last week we did all Navy just because we're trying to get in the spirit for the Navy 
the Naval Academy game. Um, we're headed to Annapolis October something. What, second Saturday? I don't know. I'm, I'm focused on New Mexico. We're on to New Mexico. That's a good point. Never overlook teams. I think, actually, that's what happened. They were thinking, I think the coaching staff listened to our podcast last week. They all sat around, had a coaches meeting, said, all right, what do these guys have to say about us? What was their criticism? We know they care. And we started talking We started talking about the Naval Academy and playing them. And They got a little, yeah. a little too ahead of themselves. Yeah, just overlooked the, the entire SDSU game. So, all right, coaches, uh, we're back on it. No, we're, we're moving on to New Mexico, okay? But for this right, segment, um, we have to talk about Army stuff. Yeah, so go ahead. All right, my go first first. one. Uh, no, I'm kidding, dude. I'll go first. All right, all right so behind first. enemy lines for me. All right, the as per usual. This time, I actually, I, well, like, I didn't read it, but I went into the article a little bit more and looked at some of the pictures because it was kind of pivotal, and looking at pictures is easy. So disturbing images show Navy hospital staffers mishandling infant and calling babies mini Satans. <laughs> so I'm going to, okay, that's a funny like headline. It's a tough I'm going to back this that's down. Like, it is a tough look, but I'm not even going to hate on Navy on this one. Um, basically what was happening here is these nurses like snapchatted babies and they were making the babies dance which is hilarious and all parents do that i see videos of that all the time like people making their their kids dance have you seen there's videos on facebook now of these like two-year-old girls who are acting like they're total uh like basic girls who are like in their mid-20s and they start talking about like brunch and stuff like that that to me is way more demeaning and way worse than making an infant dance like moving its arms around um and calling them mini satans what is wrong with that? Okay. Have you ever changed a, a diaper before, Archie? Absolutely not. Okay, me either. But <laughs> So that's why I think maybe in my head I have it a little bit different. But as far as I know, when babies just, like, expel stuff out of themselves. They don't give anything. Like, they're... They don't contribute. Yeah, but babies throw... Oh, I know. But babies, like, throw up all the time, and they're always, like, just pooping. Anything that, like... I think it's, like, a 50-50 shot that a baby's going to throw up after it eats. That, to me, is a little demonic. If you watch any of those movies, like, I don't know, The Conjuring and stuff like that, the demons are always, like, throwing up gross demon stuff. So, dude, I kind of get it. Yeah. Um, at the same time, show a little, like, here's here's my one slap on the wrist. Maybe show a little professionalism. Maybe don't call them Satans. Call them something else. Call them, like, yeah, midshipmen or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so. All right, that's, I mean, that's my behind enemy line, so. Oh, so you had you had a navy one. All right, sorry, I thought we were both doing army. So but yeah. mine is uh, army. No, uh, we posted about this twice. Kind of weird. Basically, I don't even remember if it was a Wall Street Journal or something like that. Um, but somebody posted the valuation of every college football team, and army landed in the top one hundred at seventy three with a valuation of thirty eight million dollars, and. A few of our uh, brother accounts out there associated with Army were kind of bragging about this, and they, he was saying, um, you know, where's Army or where's Air Force and Navy? They didn't make the list. And it's just such a weird we, – me and Kamish talked about this. It's such a weird thing to be bragging about how much money your football team is, wor- is worth if you're so bad. Like, like, the fact that we do what we do with less money should kind of, you know, make you feel bad. So 
It's just a very yeah, weird thing to be all hyped like, up about. Yeah, I think the equivalent is like the Cleveland Browns are going to lose all of their games, right? But then if they came out with some weird stat where they were like, but we sold the most soda yeah. out of any other team in the NFL. Yeah. So it's just, it's like a weird thing to brag about. And it's, yeah, it's it's like if you have this much money, put it into winning some games. Yeah. Or like move your or move your school from that <laughs> awful state, like from the Hudson. Like literally it's like it, it's an ongoing joke that everything at West Point is gray. Like that academy is garbage. So I don't really understand what the angle was on that. Um, and it kind of brings up a point about like these sort of lists anyways. I never understand them because I, trust me, I have as much pride as anybody else in the academy and being from there. And obviously it drives up my stock my money making potential if we're ranked highly uh in terms of like u.s news and stuff like that but what do those rankings ever mean like what is how do they calculate how much an entire program is worth how do they calculate who the best liberal arts school is that's a public university that has a dining hall named mitch's in between the sierra nevadas and the mississippi (laughs) river and somehow we're like number one on that list (laughs) people get all hyped about it so i don't i don't understand it i don't know the rankings why can't we just keep it simple and just say that we're the best, and that's all. I mean, that's all anybody needs to know. Look, look at the uh, Commander Chief Trophy record. Really, it's, it stands for itself. Yeah, let's say you wanted to. Let's say you were just like generally a service academy football guy. Like you were just a big fan of that, and you wanted to travel to go see the Commander Chief's Trophy. Well, you're gonna come to Colorado for that. So yeah, we're always first in that. Cool. Um, yeah, so that was behind enemy lines. Like I said, we're always just trying to figure out uh, basically what's going on at those wacky schools and with those wacky service branches. Uh, next, let's move on to cadet consent and disenroll. Um, <laughs> this week we have an interesting one. So being at the academy, um, it's a weird place in that compared to other schools because you obviously like don't get to go out and have a, have a similar social life to other schools. Like you can't be in a fraternity, uh, you can't go to tailgates and like drink before the games, that kind of thing. Um, you can't go to really to parties. We have more of a curfew, but at the same time, we do get to have fun. And I think that t- turning twenty one for most cadets, other than like just people who don't drink or like like the Mormon people and that kind of stuff, it's a big deal. And so people want to celebrate it as best they can. And we're also, like I said, in a unique situation because we generally have a little bit more money than uh, your average college student who might be taking out loans and that kind of thing. So um, let's talk about places to go for your 21st birthday. Just like, let's say it's, I don't know, like a Thursday night. You don't have much to do. Um, You cool with that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so I'm going to give them to you first. Okay. So, cadet, consent, disenroll. As everybody knows, the rules are the same as usual. Cadet, it's a long-term thing, something that you have to do forever. Consent, it's a one-time deal, something that you're only going to get to do once. And disenroll, something that you're going to throw out, similar to the game. Uh, marry, you know what it is, and kill. So, places to go for your 21st birthday. Cowboys, back east, all-American. Sorry for you older grads who might not know what some of this stuff is. And sorry for you new grads in case they like knocked one of these places down or something that's like that's a sea springs trio right there with a little bit of everything um all right let's start off with disenroll and this you know this might hurt some people out there i'm gonna disenroll cowboys um yeah i know it's not versatile at all 
you go there for one thing. You go there because you don't feel like driving up to Denver and you want to get super drunk. And you want cheap drinks. Yeah. And you don't really care about anything else. But that's all it's got. Um, I was never a Cowboys fan. I was, I was, I was always in the mindset that you might as well just make the trek up to Denver if you wanted to kind of get into that aspect. So for that reason, yeah. I'm disenrolling Cowboys. See, I didn't like Cowboys because um, the, a few times. So the the music selection that they have there, in case you guys don't know, it's like a country place, but at the same time they just play like rate like whatever top forty like rap and stuff like that, and so they'll you'll have like a good vibe like if you're just hanging out down there it's like fun whatever like kind of a club atmosphere <clears throat> and then they'll switch it over to like country and like line dance yeah, like two yeah. music <clears throat> and if you can't do that then you're out man like you're like a nerd just sitting on the sidelines so and that was me i can't i can't do that kind of dancing i don't like dancing anyways but i could never do that so um I'm with you. I don't like Cowboys. Yeah, all right. We'll uh, consent to All-American. Um, you know, I I can count on, like, two fingers how many times I've been there. So I don't have a good feel for it. But I do remember cheap pictures of beer and food and TVs. So that combo alone, you know, is going to do something for me. Uh, but yeah. it was pretty bad quality, you know, just so many darts being smoked in there with which you know for some people that's what they're looking for but not on my end and then um i'm gonna cadate back east maybe a little bit of a bias went there all the time um kind of a an eastern feel to it which i know is what a lot of our friends like to see decent food selection um and you kind of get to know the people there so you can get away with more in terms of you know acting up and things like that so, yeah, Cadet back east. All Americans like a poor man's back east, in my mind. You know what? I just realized something. What's that? You just did a horrible job. You just <laughs> talked about your favorite bars. We're talking about places to go for your 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. Strike all that. <laughs> Strike all that. You are so wrong. Like, you're just you're talking right. about places to hang out. Huh? You want to go to Cowboys for your 21st birthday because then you can walk in and be obnoxious and be like, just yeah literally just take, yeah, that was take awful. the order of what i did and reverse it and then you'll have my list but i'm not going through all that talking again <laughs> i forgot what we were even talking that about was, that was so bad you're just like yeah, i'm worried about like food like, and stuff it's like who cares about that on your 21st birthday yeah <laughs> yeah so um a little short-term memory over here no big deal all right, good job. All right, what are mine? I'll, hopefully, I'll do do this a little more justice. I'm sure right, the listeners so will. Like, all right, yeah, twenty first. We're doing consent disenroll of your favorite restaurants, uh, keeping everything in mind. Just kidding. Twenty first birthday spots. <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Your twenty first birthday spots are number one. That sketchy off base party that you hear about from a friend, and you don't really know who's throwing it or where it is, but you just kind of get in the car and go. Uh, number two, the you were you were a husky yourself, so you probably turned twenty one. What sophomore year? Uh, yeah. All right. So, um, the upperclassman's car you borrowed while it's still parked in lower two dig. Nice. Yeah. And then the third one is the view house in Denver. All right. Uh, well, keeping in within the spirit of what we're actually talking about here. Uh, first, I'm going to Cadet. 
the upperclassman's car. So the reasoning for that is what you what you do is you go take the car, and this if you're hey right now just we're just gonna throw this out there, if you're a permanent party if you're an AOC if you anything uh, stop listening like tune in like five minutes later because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little shop here for the cadets just just us guys and gals, <laughs> all right so I'm gonna give you th- like till the count of three, go ahead and turn this off all right one two three, all right so yeah what you're gonna do is you're gonna borrow the upperclassman's car take it over to the BX um, right near the prep school, buy whatever liquor you want. My birthday was in January, so what I did was you you go into the car and you basically chug like half a bottle of wild turkey and then you go over to the hockey game and you basically have yourself like a $15 night of, of fun. I didn't do that on my 21st birthday, but I would do it around there. So that's, and then that's something that's going to follow you basically for the rest of your cadet career. Like <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's not really a it's a high risk for not a great reward like oh terrible just go off base yeah. like even if you're restricted just go to the bowling alley like you don't need to be drinking in the lower two dick but I did that a lot anyway and um yeah so that's my cadet so consent so this might throw you for a loop because I basically have between the view house which is like a big bar up in Denver or a sketchy house party that your buddy brings to you to I'm going to take for consent the one time that I want to do it uh, is when I turn 21 is actually the sketchy house party. So you have a buddy who went to like Pine Creek or Robert Palmer high school or what? I don't even know what they are. All those like weird Colorado high schools. And he's got like a buddy who went, who goes to like CC or UCCS and he's like, Hey man, like I got this party and you go and it's like a bunch of stoners and you're like, I don't really want to be here, but whatever. I guess I'll just like drink pre open cans of like Natty light anyways. <laughs> So that is a perfect place to go for your 21st birthday because it depends on the frame of reference that you have, like the frame of mind. If you're going, a lot of people see turning 21 as you're entering the world of adulthood and that you can enter basically any establishment that you want. You can go in, you can drink, you can do whatever, go to casinos, whatever it may be. For me, I see it as you're waving goodbye to your to your youth and to like having to go to these places in order to uh, drink adult beverages. So... Yeah, I'm going to consent with the sketchy house party. I like that. Uh, disenroll. Yeah, disenroll. So it also, sorry, the sketchy house party has an element of like surprise and wonder to it because you have no idea what's yeah. going to be there when you show up. It could be the worst thing in the world. It could be the best thing in the world, or it could just be, you know, one of those things where it's like, I never want to do that again, but that was a great story. So, yeah, it's pretty much, it, and just a hint for all you guys, if it's in the springs, it's usually the worst thing. Yeah, ever. probably. And then disenroll, yeah, but disenroll for me, the view house, I like the view house, it's cool, it's, view house is cooler in the daytime, so if you want to go up there uh, for your 21st birthday, it's, go during the day, it's a little predictable, but it's a cool spot. Um, Alright, so this is my, so the next, next segment we're going to do is CSP rule change. This is my favorite segment that we do. I just think it's hilarious. So uh, what we do is come up with a rule and then talk about a way that we can make it better. So this week the rule that we have is that I I don't know. So we don't have a copy of the CSP. So we're just going on rules that how it was when we were there and like what we think it is I don't think I – did you ever have a copy of that? It was on the computer. I Actually, it was I don't funny. Think I, ever, what was it? I don't even know what it stood for until we started doing this podcast. It was just one of those well, things. Remember it was called like the – 
it was called like the 36101 or something like that. And they would always, and you would always, that was a huge thing for, uh, for AMTs to say, they'd be like, yeah, go ahead and get, get into the 36101 and, uh, and, and start reading that. Um, and I was like, yeah, right 6,000 pages. Right on that bucko. And it's getting into, yeah, and it's getting into the finer points of which socks are appropriate to wear <laughs> PC gear. Yeah. So it was like, it was just really, it was, I don't know, it was a ridiculous thing. So yeah, but basically what we look for is just rule changes. So, the rule change we have for this week is uh, kind of alludes to the football game. Cadets will be in uniform and must stay in the cadet section until after the third, the singing of the third verse. And so that's a fine rule, whatever. I get it. I understand like the recruiting aspect, how having the sea of blue up there is, is whatever. And sometimes, I mean, if you're, if you're up there with like your friends and stuff, it's fun. Um, but I think that the rule should be if there is a delay like there was yesterday, cadets should be allowed to drink. And not just, Any not age? only if you're over 21. Yeah, yeah, anybody. Because it's kind of like, you remember when you were in high school and you go over to like the cool kids, like the, not the cool kid, the cool, the kid with the cool mom's house, and she would be like, all right, everybody, put your keys in the bowl. You guys, <laughs> you guys can drink, but no one's leaving. If you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it here. That's what I think Yusafa needs to do. Yeah. Is like, all right, we're all stuck here for the rain delay. Like it's dangerous. The roads are dangerous. And those bus drivers, I mean, who take you back up to the hill, like, they're a little crazy. So it's a little bit dangerous. Um, yeah, everybody gets out there, and they just they hunker down in the stadium, and they just drink. And then can you imagine how – can you imagine yesterday if the entire cadet wing was hammered and there was no one else in the stadium we were for the rest of that game? I think – oh, my God. I think San Diego State would have had to just leave the game. Yeah. It would have been outrageous. Yeah. So I – I think that's a good. I think it's a good rule. You have anything to change or add to it? I think one little uh, bylaw in there should be. It also kind of depends. So if it's there's no delay or anything, but if the score, if the gap in the score widens, for every for every seven points it widens, it's like more and more free beer for whether it goes one way or the other. So either you're drinking your depression away or you're drinking to celebrate. That way, the more and more we score. Yeah. The fans, the players are going to be more motivated to play because the fans are more lively, and then it's just going to get more and more ridiculous until the third verse where, like, half the crowd can't even stand up anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's super That's super lit. I like that idea. Um, Instead of yeah, push-ups, so we should just I, be, I like, shotgunning beer for each, each touchdown. Yeah, shoddy beers. Yeah, and then just, and then just yeah, keep it in-house. Just cut off the camera feed because the camera feed was awful yesterday <laughs> once the rain came in. Like, half the shots were just, like, blurry water lenses. <laughs> Good, so they couldn't see yeah. how embarrassing it was that there was nobody there. It, yeah, it looked like they were shooting the whole thing through, like, an Android phone. It's pretty bad. Um, okay, so that's CSP rule change. Uh, as per usual, we're going to move into the final thing. That's minutes, just the rundown of what's going on. As always, hit them, my man Archie, with what the uniform of the day is. Yeah, uniform of the day is blues uh it's actually anything you can get what <laughs> it's anything you can get on fast neat blow average dot big com. and if you go on there right now we have three and a half new fire flames apparel up there the haps all-star t-shirt is live and we have some specific hey. army and navy shirts uh birds beer and beat army and or navy um they're awesome and we still have our coach calhoun shirt Welcome to Thin Air. All those proceeds are going to the Fisher to Berry Foundation. So, 
look it up, hit it up, and uh, get yourself some stuff for the upcoming games here or just your next night at Haps. Yeah. Also, flags are back in stock. Uh, go ahead and buy your flags. Buy everything you want. Buy everything your heart's desire. We have koozies. Uh, as he said, the only other thing that I want to add were koozies and hats. So go ahead and buy all those. Huts. Uh, perfect. Yes. So the only the big announcement that we have this week, as usual, we're going to keep talking about it. Big three events that we have coming up um, on Army weekend for the Army Air Force game is November 3rd. That night, it's a Friday, the Friday before the Army versus Air Force game. We're going to be having a party at an a beat army party uh, brought to you by us in the Thirsty Parrot. Thirsty Parrot off Tejan down in Colorado Springs. Amazing drink deals. We're going to have our own DJ. We're going to have a lot of stuff to give away. In addition to that, we are having a Bud Light sponsored tailgate. That is right. Bud Light, your favorite beer and ours. Um, we're going to be having a tailgate at Falcon Stadium. More info to come on that on the lot and everything. Um Still more info to come on that. We're going to have more giveaways, crazy stuff, um, free beer for everybody except for the cadets. We're going to only give cadets free beer. Just <laughs> kidding. We're not giving cadets any free beer unless you'd like some free beer, in which case come to us because we're not going to give you any free beer. But go ahead, hop in the cooler, whatever you find. If it looks like a soda, drink it. But don't, don't So that's do what's going to be going on with that. Yeah, w- yeah, but don't do it. But way more info to come on that. Now, the new thing that we're introducing is we are going to be doing an FNBA night. Fast and below average night at Haps. That's going to be the Thursday before the Navy game. So that's coming up here, not this week, but next week. Um, I don't want to get this wrong. I think it's on the 5th. Uh, starts at, I believe, 8 o'clock. We're not running it. We're not going to be there. Archie and I aren't. Um, but we do have two interns who are currently cadets. We gave... How much stuff did we give? We gave away like... 20 shirts. 20 shirts. Hats, 50 koozies and a flag. 50 koozies and a flag. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a good amount of stuff. Um, It's going to be our new shirts. So even if you have the new shirts, uh, make sure you go, or even if you have, like, our old shirts, go there and get the new stuff. It's going to be given away in a raffle format. Um, And, yeah, that's really about it. So uh, it's in the koozies, it's first 50 people in the door. So make sure you're there at 8 o'clock or whenever it is. More info to come on that. Um, And I'm sure if you're in the cadet area who are the people that this pertains to, uh, our interns will be able to get more info out to you, whether it's over email or on the staff tower coming up with the next global. few weeks. So, hit me up on a global. Um, yeah, hit us up on a global, dog. Just search Archie and Commission. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, so that's really all I got for this week. You got anything else? I don't think so. It's the beat the Lobos. Yep, beat the Lobos. That means wolves in Spanish. Thank you, Senior Now. Peace. See ya. So, yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air.